0: Yo, what's up, Peach?
1: Nothing, just hanging out in the kitchen wearing a mic as usual.
0: As per usual. You know, I was thinking we haven't done a great cold open lately.
1: Hmm, you're right, what do you have in mind? I
0: don't know, but it's gotta be chilly.
1: Hmm, working at ice rinks all day, so. What about this? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, let's check the fridge. Uh Yeah, he likes it. Too hot, Markel. Stay in there.
0: Cool down. Welcome, everybody, to Court Cousins, episode 42. We're going to try our best. This is Court Cousins. My name is Kyle. I'm joined, as always, by my cousin, my co-host, Jason the Peach. Mm, And on this WrestleMania weekend, we are
1: ready to stand and deliver a great episode 42 for you today
0: and we're gonna try our best peach i said at the top you know i don't i'm doing this thing i don't want to oversell but we're gonna try our best today on our our show 42 chuma are you okay k check-in We're going to do a social media roundup. We're going to go back to Cousins Court, which I'm looking forward to. We haven't put anyone on trial in a minute. Today we are. Okay. We'll wrap up this segment of the Court Cousins Championship. And don't go anywhere, you scallywags, you second cousins. Stick around for the large ending. Before any of that hilarity and hijinks, do need to shout out. Ooh. Special shout out to our all-stars and our second cousins on the Patreon. Shout out to Magic Player History. It's not OKK to say Okiki, Wiffle, Andy, Dylan Holden, Drum, Rafael Perez, Breadhead, Al, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Glorian, and Damian, Cotter, and Yachty. Order! Order
1: in the court! Oh, see, you know. We have that coming up later, but that yeah. was on my list of just so worked out that way. That's yeah. was on my list of pre-approved. It
0: was on the teleprompter. I had outs. to read it. And I, yeah, it is. <laughs> I stand
1: by it. There should still be order in this court
0: and there <laughs> will be today. Thanks so much for your support, whatever it is. If you're liking this video to spread the Orlando magic gospel to more people, thank you very much. If you're subscribed, so you see all the videos coming up and can watch them. Thank you very much. But if you can get on over to that Patreon community, we're $7 away from our $200 goal. And at that goal, we're going to be doing two giveaways mm. a month, not just the one. So, you know, help us reach those goals. We, we really want to just keep making the show better. And we appreciate. Everything you've been doing there's some fun outtakes exclusive content on the patreon and I think most importantly and coolest for me At least is we get input from the, the patreon community about what happens in the show hmm and they kind of help shape it right so my
1: favorite part of the patreon is the outtakes yours is the intake <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I like that Okay, so before we get into any of the Orlando magic talk fish, mm. we're cousins. I care how you're doing and I want to know sir How are you doing? For the Chuma, are you okay? check in. Well, so what you've done right here is
1: I've posted up. You've handed the ball inside mm-hmm. to me, and I've got it. Yeah, but I'm gonna throw it right back to you. What? I want to know how you're doing. Okay. From the Chuma, are you okay?
0: You're gonna reset. You're gonna get reset. Down yeah. I'm gonna. Re- I'm
1: gonna put. I'm gonna pop back out to you. Yep. and Reset.
0: Okay. And then maybe I'll you'll throw it, you. it back into me.
1: I'm gonna re- repost again. Okay. <laughs> and just get a, get a whole semi pro thing going. <laughs>
0: back and forth. Back and forth. Uh, my Chuma, are you okay? check in. I have a Chuma just hanging out on the couch. He's watching some college basketball there where we've got the, the final four happening. Our Yukon Huskies, well, my Yukon Huskies in Connecticut here. It's like the closest team we have to an NBA, closest thing we have to a professional basketball team. Yukon Huskies basketball is pretty close to religion for some people in Connecticut. Mm. So definitely going to be excited. Just the lady's away. She's hanging out with friends in the Poconos. So it's just me just chumaing out on the couch. Taking some veg time, some calm time just to watch some TV, watch some NCAA basketball and kind of unwind. So I'm mm. I'm looking forward to just I'm in kind of a mellow mood. I'm giving myself permission to veg this weekend, mm. which isn't always easy for me. Sometimes I feel shame or guilt when I'm just like doing nothing, which is something I got to work on. Perfectionism bullshit. Um, but yeah, I, I'm giving myself it's a rainy day. That also helps. Oh. So I'm I could excited. have slept forever today. I know. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> Whenever for, it's a day like this, I can yeah. just sleep forever. <laughs> just go back in the covers and just get tucked in. Yeah, I I'm excited. I am excited for the show, but I'm also pumped to get back on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> We've had plenty of couch time. It's three PM really I know, close, so. <laughs> dude. I know. But I want more right now. Peach, how are you doing, man? For the Chuma Are you okay? okay check And back to the post. Okay. Well, now that I'm reset. Okay. I've reset with the
1: psychological check-in. Because I'm coming with Cole. What? I mentioned it last show. What? I'm done with the OKK check-ins. What? Moving on forward. And I'll tell you what, it's a good time to do it, because as I've done here, I've taken this picture. We didn't know it, but we were both focused on the the college aspects here today. I've got a picture of Cole back when he was with North Carolina. And Mm. this works on a lot of levels, because he has blown past the defense here, right? And he's about to make some up and under move that well, we don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. But some stuff is behind him that he's glad is behind him. Mm. Um, and also his college days are behind him. And also for me, the OKK check-in is behind me. <laughs> and also I've decided to move on from my job. So for yeah. me, that's a lot of that stuff is behind. Again, mm. not sure where this shot's going to land or how yeah. this is going to end up, but Positive and happy to be past those gentlemen that are come flying at him from everywhere, and rather take my chances with this up and under move than uh, than staying back behind three men on defense. So, uh, trying to be optimistic about where this is going because I know some bad is now going to be behind me. So
0: you'll finish with some forward, nice English off forward. the glass. I have utmost confidence steps that that is going in,
1: and not a Euro step, just one step. No yeah. traveling from me. <laughs> And I'm not European, so I can't do it. So okay,
0: <laughs> No travel for you this time. Because a lot of times when you get to these points in your life, you'll travel. That's true. That's true. But not this time. Approved travel. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. We don't know. Where I it's like to go. dribble
1: when I'm moving. So I don't know. <laughs> there are
0: rules. <laughs> so what do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, should we move on, as Pish said, from the Chuma RUKK check-in? Are we Are we moving permanently to the psychological check-in? I think you got to get minutes with the team.
1: To be a part of this or be just such an overwhelming personality, okay, like Rolo was, right? That, like, you know, it's a good time, okay? So,
0: well, to me, Cole checks both of those boxes. We've used
1: every Chuma picture possible. Originally this started out with us just kind of finding Rolo pictures. Right. And then we had to get creative in Canva because we were running out and Chuma's been pretty much all Canva. This is just a picture I selected from Cole's Instagram of him just driving and I feel like that was the whole spirit of this thing. Get back to the roots. Let's get back to the roots.
0: Okay. But I still want to know. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? Are you all right? Are you good to move on to the psychological check-in? I'll dig it. I dig it. We can do it. We can do it. All right. Without any further ado, let's now get in to the social media round of that segment where we scour the interwebs Mm. for your intriguing posts, tweets about our beloved Orlando Magic Squad. And we're going to start with something that we don't like to talk about, but it's just (laughs) too damn funny.
1: I got to tell you, I'm happy this is making it in because I I pulled this just to show you for a laugh and you're like, no,
0: that's in there. And I'm like, oh, all right. (laughs) It's too good. It's too good. I mean... This is from 407MPH on Instagram here. Her, I need a man who don't play. Me, Jonathan Isaac, just sitting there on the bench in Mm -hmm. street clothes. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It's so bad. It's good. Like, it's so good. Like it's The situation's so bad that this joke is good. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, I I feel for J.I. Kind of. I mean, he's as much as you can feel for like a multi-millionaire who is like set and stable and secure. He's going for his dream and it's keeps every little thing. He keeps running in these injuries. And I'm also just bummed for us as Orlando Magic fans because mm-hmm. the flashes you see from J.I., especially on defense. Oh, wow, yeah are phenomenal. I think we had like a 700 win percentage yeah. uh, when J.I. came back from his games, even only playing those 10 minutes. He he impacts the game.
1: His interior defense is stellar. Uh, the way he yeah. can switch on and off guys. He's got, he definitely has something inside him that is better than other people. He's got a real nose for defense. That's impressive. Yeah. It, it, yeah. we You know, everybody always jokes about, oh, well, he's got a lot of money. It's hard to feel bad for him. This is a guy who's trying to make his dream come true, yeah. worked hard, tried to come back. His body's just not physically able to do it, I hope, at this point, And it seems like he does. He has enough support system around him that, like, he's going to find something else to do even if he can't play basketball anymore, which is kind of what I figure is probably the plan. I don't know. Maybe he's going to just try to make another comeback. He is. He's trying. Do your thing. But, like, for us, I feel like we need to try to just move past this and go forward. And, like, yeah. you know, we've given a lot of guys a chance. We brought brought a lot of guys in that other teams have given up on, and it's worked out, and we've been doing that for a long time, but we're not really in that position anymore. We're trying to make steps forward, and we can't be taking waivers on checking everybody to see if they still got any game left. You know, at some point, we need guys with game to just come in and be a part of our squad, and, you know, it's a lot of roster. It's a roster spot. It's it's money. I feel like we have a lot of other roster spots, but we're going to easily move to keep him if we want to, but... I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll see, man. You you make a great point, Peach. We the last couple of years we've been in a fantastic spot to give guys a tryout, as it were, give people some burn, and also just kind of maintain that spot for Ji. But mm-hmm. as you allude to, that, those spots are dwindling and dwindling now. And we have two p- picks potentially in this upcoming draft. So we've already seen the t- their times come for. You know Mo Bamba
1: and, and R.J. RJ Hampton, Hampton, and you can yep. kind of get the vibes that that's feeling that way on Chuma at this point, yep. and and I feel like even guys like Admiral and now Jay Scrub, those are available roster spots. So if they, at the end of the day, they feel like they still have a spot yeah. to take a chance on J.I. I think they might because I think he's been ingrained in this 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 culture and system everything for yeah. so long that right. just
0: why, as well, why not? Man. You know? I, well, we may but as you can't well.
1: have all those other guys. And him too, right? Like something's got to give.
0: Well, the the something that has to give right here, and this is the information we need to remember from Orlando Magic HQ, is that the twenty three twenty four contract is guaranteed at seven point six million. Yeah, that's and right. That becomes fully guaranteed on January tenth to seventeen million at that point. Oh, see, that's a problem. So, if it, it sounds, you know, Weltman and Hammond are gonna need to. Make a decision by then. And for Ji, it's been like, hey man, the the runway has been super long, mm-hmm. and now we actually do have the end of the runway coming up, and you're gonna like go over and fall into the water or whatever's at the end of your runway here. I don't know. I think that's a
1: this is a key news piece put up by Oh Magic HQ, which is where I get most of my Magic news at this point. Uh, can't hit that one ten twenty four if he's not playing. Well, he has
0: to like start
1: the season. <laughs> yeah. If he has an off season, he comes back and he plays and he can play well, yeah. let him gra- let him have it. Right, right, right. But if not, it's got yeah. to got to be over before then.
0: So he's just gotta come uh ready to play, season opener, have a few healthy months. Yeah. And then there's a deadline. It's nine yep. months
1: away. All we need to do is see you start the season, be healthy and mm-hmm. be able to be a part of this team. But
0: yeah, uh, that's I mean, been a problem up until yeah, now. I was gonna say. I know <laughs> Magic fans in that's general are
1: always worried about the injury, but with him, I don't usually worry about the injury stuff. But like, I'm, I'm like, hey, this is it's too much.
0: So, I, so this is it. We're done. I mean, we're not talking about it. this until this is it for me. Opening like, day. See if he's in the roster, and then January 10th, we're done. We're, yeah, done talk, we're not If talking about you can it be
1: a part of our team and work out until that part where you get that money, then it's probably going well. Yeah, I'm not. If you're, if he doesn't get it things fell apart and, and he can't can't go. And that's that's fine either way. I'm sure he's gonna be fine. And so is the team.
0: Oh yeah. I mean we're but in a good spot. We just want
1: I, the clarity of knowing are we going forward
0: with you or without you? Are you in or are you out? Like I think he wants that too, to be honest. For sure. I, it's just crazy to think. I mean, a year and a half ago before we drafted Paulo, I you know, I'm thinking Jonathan Isaac is one of the cornerstones of moving forward and the franchise. And now we're in a good spot where it's like, yeah, I, I, I wish him. If it doesn't work out, wish you well, buddy. Sure. You know, we tried and see you later. But it's crazy that we're here, and it's a good thing because it indicates how much talent we have on this roster. Yeah, and how bright the future really is. Right, I'm
1: now. optimistic because I know that they were finally they finally let go of Mobamba, who I thought also they felt like was going to be a piece of mm-hmm. doing this whole thing. So it's clear that they're evaluating guys. Figuring yeah. out who's going to fit, who's not, and then moving on. So, yeah. like, they will have a good sense of how much they want to risk on going forward with J.I., and there really isn't any risk until January January date. So yeah. might as well see how it goes.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully we won't be bidding farewell to Jonathan Isaac. Hopefully we'll be seeing him healthy, and uh, hopefully we'll be welcoming here some new Magic fans into the community. This is me. <laughs> Trying to convert the next generation of Magic fans out here in Connecticut with uh, about six or seven of my students just mean mugging, hanging out um, right before March Madness, where we had the student versus uh, staff basketball game. Mm -hmm. Um, The students did very well, man. We have some good seventh graders, but it it was just fun to uh, they all asked me to bring in jerseys because it was also sports day. Uh, so they, you know, some of them watch the the podcast from time to time and chime in and things. So, I definitely am trying to do the Lord's work out here, everyone. We're trying to just turn Connecticut blue, and I'm not trying talking about Democratic. I'm talking about we're trying to turn them Orlando Magic blue here.
1: From a guy who usually works blue on this show. <laughs> Just want to let you kids know. (laughs) Don't talk the way he does on the show (laughs) sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, they know. Hey, they know. I tell, we talk about code switching. We talk about appropriate context. They know I curse like a sailor sometimes. I tell Mm -hmm. them that in school class. It's like, look, this is a professional setting. You're not going to catch me cursing here. Mm -hmm. But y'all know, y'all watch the podcast. You know your boy can curse. Right. But that's a whole different thing. If Daniel Gafford goes
1: off on his inside, you're going to be like,
0: shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which he always will. (laughs) All right. So those young ones probably don't have a hot take yet. Their, their magic knowledge isn't quite there yet, as much as I'm trying. But Orlando Magic HQ asked, What's your hottest take of the Orlando Magic that would put you in this position? And it's Franz Wagner uh, facing off a bunch of swords. Essentially, what, what unpopular take? Do you have on the Orlando magic and this post just kind of blew up awesome awesome for them great interaction with the community everyone posting interesting hot takes out there so I was curious peach what's your unpopular Orlando magic take do you have one I mean pass I don't okay I,
1: Orlando magic Twitter has gotten such to be a toxic place right now I was actually laughing about it with Yachty earlier on t- on Twitter yeah Uh it it's not a safe place right now. Like, everybody's <laughs> everybody's not as chill as they should be for what is the end of a pretty good growing season yeah. putting us in the right direction for next year. Um, and it's weird. So a post like this really just is saying, hey, everybody, come lay your head on this chopping block. <laughs> We're not going to chop it off. <laughs> but, yeah, you are. Because all that's happening from that is everyone's spinning off into their own hate discussions about, this is absurd. Why would you do that? And it's like... Why do why? why are we I'm doing here for it? Why I'm are we doing for it. this?' It's dumb. Here, like, for it. here we go. I don't feel like there should be my hottest hot take is that yeah. like don't buy it, just don't just skip this. I saw this and I just skipped this one. Like I never would have wow.
0: I never would have played well, you're in the one that came on the on the show On a win and it was you know, talking about how that we didn't play well. Those are facts. <laughs> it's not hot takes. When you're just bringing
1: facts, a hot take is like something that like you just feel like it's about. Okay. Violent. So mine is that like I just say skips posts like this and move on with. Yeah,
0: whack. Else. That's no fun. Mine is, and I don't know if maybe this isn't that hot. I don't. What do you think? It's not. Let it's me not know hot. if this is. I don't think it's hot. Bull. Bull is done on this team. I think a lot of people feel that way. It's I don't not think it's hot. It's not my heart necessarily. Right. I'd like him to have another go at it, another bite at the apple. But as we just talked about in the Jonathan Isaac discussion, the, the spots on the bench on, on the roster are, are dwindling down. They're, they're not going to be available to have guys getting burned uh, just out here, getting test runs. It's just not happening anymore. We're going to be competing next year. And Bol Bol hasn't shown himself to be able to play within the flow of our offense he's and on defense. He's a liability. Yeah. Uh, especially on the perimeter. I mean, I know oh, uh, Magic, uh, one, two, three. You're going to bring up that he defends he the, the three point percentage well, and, and opponents don't sure. shoot well. But that's one just because he's so long. Well. Yeah, it's not it's not because he plays great perimeter defense. It's because when guys shoot, he's just so? long and he gets a hand out there. That matters. Yeah, but but look at the other stats. They're ob- shooting above average everywhere else on the floor from. Mm-hmm. Him. So it's like yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't put a lot of stock in that. I just don't. See, I, I see the. We've all seen the flashes. Yeah, I love his the, ability to be potential. able to score. But he, he. He might be our new torch. Maybe. But but torch. Torch was different because he was the guy who would work within something. He would come off screens and shoot mm-hmm. and bowl needs chaos. It, just yeah, it seems he does. like <laughs> he needs just absolute chaos. And I, we're moving away from that. Thankfully. Right. right Thankful. Right. That's what we were all asking for at the beginning of the year when it was chaos. And when bowl, bowl was really shining. We're like this, we can't have this. We need some more f- set plays on offense. We need Markel to come back. Please, please God, Markel come back right now. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I think, you know, bowl has some potential, but he's still got some years he needs to develop. And I don't think we have the spot here. He might be able to like kick around the league on some of the bottom dwellers for another year or two, and then he's going to be able to really compete in the league. But we just don't have the time to facilitate that for him. I don't think.
1: Yeah. If he's not getting run now and you, we just talked about the possibility of a healthy J.I. coming back next year, where does he even find minutes? Um, he might be better off going somewhere else where he could get minutes. Yeah, definitely. Like right now, it doesn't seem like.
0: Yeah, like a San happening. Antonio or like a Houston or someone that's not really going to be competing that much next year again. And.
1: But either way, I'm sure if you brought that to the to that post and you put that out as your hot take, yeah, I, I think you'd be fine. I don't think anyone. No, would, no wasn't... one would chop your head off for that one. No, well, thank you. I don't <laughs> know if you
0: were sharpening the spears. All right, let's move on to some Cole Anthony talk. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, here we go. Uh, Everyday Carter wrote, it's, not, it's really not personal at all. It's the fact that we have better young talents and an amazing opportunity to snag a star player with our money this offseason. If you waste $15 million of our cap on Cole Anthony, you're locking into the middle of the pack roster. And Greg Anthony, Papa Anthony, says sarcastically, I agree with this person. He really knows his stuff. I mean, maybe just trade him. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Cole is our, as Cortez P reminds us, he's leading the league in percent of bench points scored. 41% of our bench points are coming from Cole Anthony. His month of March, 16 points, five and a half boards almost, three and a half assists almost, uh, almost 49% from the field, 42% from three. Tearing it up lately.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been killing it. I don't understand why you wouldn't try to find some money to give him to continue to be, I mean, let's—he's one of the leading six men in the NBA right now at this point. Like he's—he's he's not going to win that award, but I mean, he's in the convo. Yeah. He's like the fifth in the league for scoring off the bench total. So I mean, that. What what do you need? What are you looking for? He's not—he's yeah. not part of the mid problem, you know. At one point, when him and Bowl were really cooking together, they were doing some scoring off the bench. That was pretty fun. And it was like, all right, this is what we've kind of needed from our bench unit. He's been leading that unit all year long, and overlap sometimes playing at the end of the game. If he's staying hot, he's he's a reliable scorer. He's been scoring regularly, shooting the ball with a decent percentage, I believe, just visually from looking at it. Yep. I, I don't know what more you want from a guy to come off the bench. Now, yeah, do I want to pay him like? Starter money, like well, given the team max, no. Yeah, but but like this is part of the problem with Ji and his contract, where it's like, I want to give Cole Anthony money and not give Ji any money. Right. So if he has to go to make way to keep Cole on, do it. Like, don't lose this guy. He's the heart of the team. He's he's one of their leaders. Why would you mess with that? Um, this guy is is bananas, and for him to say you're locking in this middle of the pack roster, that's a mentality this team could have used back when it had a middle of the pack roster. When you had Aaron Gordon and and Evan Fournier and all those dudes, that was a middle of the pack roster. Yeah. So were you saying the same things then? Because this 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 roster is a little different, right? And even if you think Cole Anthony's a middle-of-the-pack player, which I don't think that, but let's go ahead and get into your mindset and say he's a middle-of-the-pack player. Guess what bench players are? They're middle-of-the-pack players. They're not stars, and they're not starters. They're
0: right there. And
1: I think Cole is a borderline possible starter on some teams, and we have Markel Fultz. Right. That's what stops it. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I understand the point that Everyday Carter's trying to bring up in terms of you know what are we going to offer Cole that that's you you touched on this too you know where does he fall but uh, you know 15 million isn't really so that, that? that's not a lot in in this day and age i think we are we look at the, some of these guards and what people are making i if know if at
1: the open market he would get more than that
0: i feel like he would
1: right i mean well he's he been averaging somewhat. 15 points a game for his entire career at this point probably right yeah so yeah. you
0: know you got guys they give like money to people for less. Derek White on the Celtics, yeah, right. He's making sixteen point eight million. Okay, Cole is definitely comparable to Derek White. I would say Colin Sexton. I know he's starting for Utah, but like, sure, he's not. Uh,
1: uh, didn't David Caru- didn't Caruso get the bag
0: from like Chicago or something like that? I mean, yeah. Let's see here. I mean, I think he produces maybe at a higher
1: rate, but he starts. I think.
0: Yeah, we've got guys. I'm trying to think. Devontae Graham is making 11 and a half. Oh, that's weird. Derek Rose is making 14 and a half, and he hasn't been playing. Tyus Jones, who we saw the other night, who is no good. Oh, he's not good. He's not good. He's making 15. That's disgusting. So that, that bothers me. Uh, Markell on right our there. roster is making 16 and a half. So okay. yeah, you're right. Like, does it feel like yeah? If our starter is making 16 and a half. Fifteens right there, but we got the space for it, right? So right let's, now we do, sure. Yeah, right now we do. We do until, and you know what? Like in a couple years, when we need to Sign re-sign Franz, Franz and yep. Paulo, sure. I think there's going to be a new renegotiated um, salary cap because there's there's a new TV deal coming in in the next two or three years, something like that. It's always every four years or so. It's it's redone. It feels like so the cap's going to go up. If at any point you do need to make a move, fifteen million for mm-hmm. a talented player like Cole Anthony, there are going to be plenty of teams oh, yeah. that would be willing to consider oh, yeah. that in in a trade, easily. or if you needed to move things. I'm not saying I do, but you know, having Cole Anthony on the on the books for fifteen million dollars, that's an easily movable contract. It's a good number to have if you're trying to bring in a free agent, it's or a, a trade for somebody at some point. So. I I think I don't think it's crazy. You know, Weltman and Hammond have done a phenomenal job. I mean, snagging Wendell for four years, 10 million a year. Like that's unbelievable. If we can, if they can work their magic and and come in somewhere a little bit more amenable then great. But if it ends up being something like 15, totally cool. You have my my stamp of approval. Uh I wanted to I wanted to do facts.
1: Come on, Cole. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now we're moving in. We got Steve Cameron. I bet he's from uh, Close Up Magic there. At Chuma Bucket, which he might have to change that handle. It's coming up soon. I don't know. We'll see. Magic needs shooting depth at shooting guard and off the bench, perimeter defenders, a bench big who can rebound, play with effort, shooting improvements from current guys. So Pish, you you like this one. You wanted this one on here because this is the the laundry list of things that going into the off season, mm-hmm. Steven believes that we right. need to address. This would be what's called a cold take mm. because I think everybody
1: <laughs> in the community can agree with this one. if you're if you if everybody wants to take a step back from throwing daggers at each other and all look at this one, we can all go. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, no we're all, no, we're all in agreement on this. Right, like the, yeah, this That's should what we've been be talking about all year. Right, this is kind of the game plan for the summer. Yeah, these things need to change. I would say at least probably two of the four things need to change if we're gonna get to that plan spot. If three or four of them happen, then we could just make the playoffs outright. But if you if you want to get to that next level, these are the things that need to happen. We all know that. Yeah, and and I think this is just a good like everybody read this. Look to your left and to your right, and everyone's kind of nodding. <laughs> and then you know, yeah. go ahead and, and move get back on about to your, your business. Yeah, go move on with your day. Yeah,
0: it'll, I guess it'll just be interesting for me to see how our front office handles this moving into the off season. Are we going to be going into the free agent market at all? Are we going to be making any trades? Or I think probably more likely, just using the two draft picks, mm-hmm. bringing in a couple more young guys. It does seem that way, and letting them develop now a lot of times guys don't come into the NBA shooting the lights out. So it our, the, the depth and the need for more shooting, the depth that's shooting guard and, and the need for more shooting, they may not be addressed right away with those guys, but it's in the three-year plan. You know what I mean? Right, that, right. That'll that that'll happen. I really think the shooting improvements, as Steven says, can come from our guys. And I have a question for you, Pish. Mm-hmm. Do you think Goga Bieditze is the answer to bullet number three, a bench big who can rebound and play with effort because he's been, he's been kind of playing like that the last few days. I mean, it's possible. He's been like the six man last game. It's possible. I, think.
1: I have more thoughts on him. We can share later. Okay.
0: But, um, because uh, I'm seeing, it's, I'm it's, seeing that ability. He's getting some offensive possible. boards. He's playing with like the heart that we see of, of like a guy like Moritz, which I love to see. Yeah. And you know, he's setting good screens out there. That's kind of what we've, been needing uh, it's well it's another guy
1: that another team gave up on that we decided to give a shot to give a shot and we're plugging him in over guys like bowl and chuma and so it seems like we've already got enough data on them that are cool to make whatever move we want to make but goga seems to be getting those minutes because we want to see and i like what i've seen so far to be honest i mean he's been one of the bright spots on the court even in a loss for us so i mean it's possible i mean he's probably going to be pretty affordable so why not
0: yeah. I like it. Sign up Goga. Sign them up. What do you guys think? What are where, where, how are we going to address these needs? Are all of them going to get addressed this year or are we more in a are You guys a part of the Goga party? patrol? Yeah. Do you want to get on the Goga train? <laughs> oh wait. We're no. just going to take everything from bowl <laughs> and attach it to Goga. Get on the where is it right here? Come on. No. Nope. Get on is. the Goga, Goga Goga train train. Sorry, Bull. Sorry. That's 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 rude. That's probably rude. It's gimmick infringement. <laughs> okay, now talking about the positives, we're, we're talking about some of the needs, but just looking at the season overall, Orlando Magic moments gives us some magic trivia that we are the sixth team to start. No, this is—is is this anything? This this was on this. Is this anything? It
1: was. I feel like it. <laughs> I don't think it was. I think I just joked that to you when I was I was because when I read it,
0: I thought to myself, "Is this anything?" Ah, and I think we should just I, see, present it as such. I've heard this part of it in the broadcast. Not the not the bottom half stuff. Okay. But this part that we are the sixth team to start 5 and 20 and finish with 31 plus wins. The others were ranging from 31 to 36. The sixth team in NBA history to start that bad and finish as well as we have. That's hey. Well done. Well done. Well done. That's fantastic. Only the 85 Cavs made the playoffs after winning eight of their last 11. Doesn't look like we're going to join the 85 Cavs, unfortunately. Unless we beat the Cavs twice. Oh, that would be full
1: circle. All right, continue. Wow.
0: Who was the coach of that Cavs team, Peach? That'd be uh, former Supersonics coach George Carl. Who gave Coach Mosley his first job, the GM of that Cavs team, Harry Weltman, Jeff Weltman's dad. Dum dum dum. No need to go to the truck
1: on this one. It's something. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's everything is something, as Jeff says. <sighs> but is it anything? It's
1: anything. I think it's anything. It's it's a weird connection. It's probably not all due to those connections, but it's weird. It's weird when stuff like that happens, right? Like I think it's cool. Yeah. But it really needs to be focused on that first paragraph because to start that poorly. And to be able to get to where we're at right now is getting lost in the shuffle too much. Like I said earlier, I feel like this should be a time when we're kind of sitting back and enjoying what a good season we've been putting together and how the guys are playing, playing well together. And instead, it seems like there's a lot of daggers being thrown around about who this guy should go there and this guy is not part of our, shouldn't be part of our future and all this stuff. And we should be tanking and we shouldn't be tanking. And it's like, whoa, hey, everybody, calm down. <laughs> Good things. This is a good thing. This is a thing that's only been done five times before, by the way. So it shows that you know maybe next year they'll take a flyer on us and they'll give us a game on TNT or maybe we can get a game on on ESPN. I mean, yeah, let's show the world that this team's coming up instead of them just having to read blurbs and seeing highlights of Bull Bull and assuming that he must be starting for us. Like you know, let's 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 do this right. We're doing it right. You know, year three is the year where now we're on everybody's map. We're on some NBA teams' maps. NBA teams yes. know what's up, right? And the real diehards have seen we've got a great young core. Yeah, and I'm just like hearing that phrase, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, so next year is the year where we start to get all the casuals and 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 the rest of the people to really realize that.
0: Bull Bowl isn't a starter? This ain't a
1: free win anymore when Orlando rolls to town. And I can't just go to Disney and then take my kids over to Amway and get a victory. Is it still called Amway? I don't even know. That's what the casuals say.
0: (laughs) I wonder how many people out there still think Bull Bowl is like a starter. Like when they think of the magic, they're like, yeah, Bull Bowl, man. He's going to be sick. And I haven't seen highlights in a while because he's not playing. So maybe maybe they've forgotten. I found the most interesting part of this uh, that – here, Jeff Weltman's dad was a GM. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. He's
1: big brain lineage.
0: Yeah. Is, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. He's, he's GM royalty. Okay. Right. All right, Jeff. So he grew up in the front office. So there's a, there's a Welt godfather somewhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I love it.
1: <laughs> I <don't know laughs> You're I,
0: giving a lot of thought right I, Well, now. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, okay, Now you know, I don't like a silver spoon guy. And now weltman's kind of he's appearing like a silver spoon guy, well silver spoon guys
1: they're there for a reason, yeah, know? so you know silver spoon it up if he wasn't good, he would have been he, he wouldn't been he gone. wouldn't have lasted at another franchise and in this one like
0: he's he's game my trust, so yeah. I'm with you. Whatever let spoon you use, Jeff, right. you're good in my book, buddy. Have a gold spoon, buddy. You, you can Crank it up a notch. Eat some <laughs> soup over here. You're welcome in the fan app. Yeah, attic.
1: come up to Greenwich. I know some snobs that'll let you I meet mean, some people that'll let you in. <laughs>
0: See, you that's spoon. why I don't like that those types of <laughs> folks, because I, 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 I was in the middle of them for so long. Yeah, same. Well, one move, though, that, that people weren't happy about, and I don't know if this was Jeff Weltman's call or someone else's, a good thing, a little bit of a damper. We we retired Dennis Scott. It was officially inducted to the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which is a great thing. But it happened on the Knicks night, so there weren't as many Magic fans there. Yeah, you're getting caught up in that. to give that matters, to give that that energy. Well, I think uh, people mentioned it. I, I think it was it's something we wanted to have Dennis have a good home crowd, um, but Alonzo's bringing up the fact that wish we could just be normal and retired numbers. Shaking my head.
1: Yeah, Dennis Scott has not been on the Orlando Magic in several years. Yeah. It would have been nicer if they did this when there was more people who are around that watched him play. It's that were a long at the, time. It's a time. It's too long. Like, what was the delay on this, man? Isn't he still the leading three-point shooter he in is. Orlando Magic history? Isn't that enough? Like, what else do you need from this guy? Like, There's plenty of other guys in there that played with him. Yeah. Your Scott Skiles, your Shaquille O'Neal's, like, a lot of that squad. He retired in 1997. So what's up? Like, we were, oh, we're just like, it's almost like they are watching NBA TV. Day and day and day. Someone's like, hey, didn't that guy used to play for us? <laughs> right. <laughs> Is he in the Hall of Fame? No. Oh, we got we to gotta fix that. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you know, he retired a long time ago. Yeah, we really got to. Let's just hurt.
0: Let's get it out there. Let's get it done. 26 it's, years it's ago? It's way too long. <laughs> People have, like, <laughs> I was... Like, come on, man. I was nine years old. Like, let's get it together. Yeah. Uh, Well, congratulations. But at least he's finally in there. Yes. Congratulations, 3D. 3D! Legend still holds the three-point record, and it's not going to get touched for a while. I think when they had him on the broadcast, the next closest guy right now is Cole, I believe, and he's... A long way away. He's yeah. a long way away. So, we need a guy like, like 3D on the squad now. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, somebody has yes, to shoot do. the three ball. Yeah. So, it looks like he's going to be holding down Pat that for a while. And it was cool to hear also on that broadcast kind of the snippets between the play when they were going into Dennis Scott and Shaq's relationship. And how they started the local TV show, and how that really spawned 3D's passion for broadcasting and media, and that that was really fun to hear some of the the, the old stories and to see some of the old footage of Shaq and 3D going into their show and the Rasta outfits and how they just just walked in and Shaq was like, "Let's put these on so no one questions us and just make kind of make make light of everything." Just gives you a. a a glimpse into how much fun and a reminder of how much fun that team was, and how talented Dennis Scott has become. He was he saw early on, hey this this media thing is going to be something. It's it could be another path for me. He was always carrying around the camera. He was getting involved, and now he's a fantastic commentator, mm-hmm. and he does really great stories. He was so, the Cole congrats. Anthony
1: of that team, if you will. Yeah, like, he was really like that glue guy. Everybody on the team liked him, and yeah, he still produced on the court and was like. Yep. You know, de facto captain, he had a little bit of a veteran vibe to him, which Cole has, despite not playing a lot of years in the league, just from being around his dad and being around the NBA so right. long. He definitely has it's a veteran presence. Yep,
0: Absolutely. So congratulations, 3D. Thanks for all the memories, man. We love you. Great honor. Don't know why the hell it took so long, buddy. Yep, yep. All right, Peach, why don't you take this one away? You're, you're up next here, sir.
1: All right, man. Um. <laughs> So, we've talked about De'Aaron Fox a little bit on this show uh, over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a little up and down for me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, start with with the Foxometer here.
0: Oh, you can visualize it for me.
1: I've got the Foxometer. Oh, this, this, this is how is... I started the season. You can see I started it with no respect for De'Aaron Fox, and that was inappropriate. And after a buzzer beating win against us and then seeing him in a couple of other games, I started to realize that I needed to change my Foxometer and I moved it up to like. Mm. started to really respect, not only respect his game, but actually like what he was doing there in Sacramento. He's got this team third in the West. It's impressive, man. He is the dude. Yeah. I know they've got a lot of other parts on that team, but make no mistake, he's the reason. He's the dude. Um, and then I read this. That that is posted by Kicks here, but it is a repost from somebody else. His name is too small; I can't see Legion Legion Hoops. Uh-huh. Uh, also, a great follow. Uh, and it says De'Aaron Fox on March Madness, and there's a video, but they have it quoted here. Yeah, says I can't watch a full college game. It's hard. The shot making is not at the pro level. The refs are bad. A lot of coaching is really bad. I can't stand it.
0: <laughs> uh oh. Peach is not pleased. I don't know. Want to see where the Fox meter is going next?
1: My guy, this is such a bad take. <laughs> okay, like something everyone thinks is super popular that's going on right now, and you just decide to go guns a on something everybody loves and enjoys watching. By the way, more than the NBA product because they actually call the rules. The refs don't suck. They're actually doing their job in a yeah. lot of cases, although there are some shady calls, but no different than in the NBA. <sighs> Uh, at least they don't let everybody travel and carry the ball over the over the front of them. And maybe that's why he doesn't like it, because there's a lot of that in his game. But my Fox-O-Meter has now moved down to right on the line of no respect and respect. Okay. Because to make a statement like this is just unnecessary. Be it even though that they I must believe have asked
0: him about it, yeah. That someone Madness.
1: asked him about it, but I don't believe he had to have that, what is a hot take. Right. At that point when people are supposed to be falling in love with you in this small market and getting behind you and you (laughs) (laughs) slapped everyone in the face and said, nah, that other basketball is shit. Only we're good, and it's like,
0: man, just made a heel turn. What do you like? This little cute puppy right here. You like this cute puppy? Doof, bye puppy. <laughs>
1: so I'm back on that line of no respect and respect. I respect his game a ton, and that yes. will never go away. But my respect for you and and what what you're talking, it's, it's wavering. Like, it's wavering, my my dude. All and, right. But I'm rooting for the Kings. I hope they do well.
0: We'll have to check in on the Fox meter again. Then, yeah, we'll keep
1: we keep an eye on it. It's okay. already moved three times. Next okay. next up, I've got Tonic the Gin Dog. I, I talk to him on Twitter a lot. He's a good follow. Yeah. Um, and he says, oh, he'll fit in perfectly because Magic fan Orlando Tragic <laughs> has posted, future Orlando Magic Grady Dick has an elite TikTok account. There's actually a video that's attached to that. Yeah. Let's check now. I've done the research Uh fact. (laughs) It's good. What's good about it? It, I mean, he's, he's goofing and he's, he's, he fit right in with Cole. He might be able to replace RJ Hampton. You remember that bro,
0: that bromance
1: that they had. Oh yeah. I feel like it it could grow again. It could be there. Yeah. And, and
0: he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's able to laugh at himself. uh,
1: Unbelievably. Yeah. In fact, he laughed at himself in a press conference where he said he was quoted as saying, uh, the, uh, we just gotta wait and try to get the the D to suck in, and then and then he caught himself and laughed and then like kind of moved on. So obviously having that last name is has helped him because he has a good sense of humor about it. So much in the way I have the deer and fox meter, we've yeah. talked about Grady a little bit and whether we want him on the Magic. Yeah. I've now got the dickometer because I want you to <laughs> I want to see like and and we've got the scales here of the no would like want or need to see if he's a fit for the Orlando magic. So uh, you can see right here, it started oh at God. no, right? It started at no. I didn't feel like I really yeah. wanted this guy on the team. Yeah. But after I've saw this post and now that I've seen some His more highlights of him, I'm up to want Dick. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just trying to be professional, but I just want to let it's you know it, that you're the, just the, reading the meter. Yeah. The Dickometer has moved up to want. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So that know, there's it's so not you're... need yet. Oh, okay. But, but it's, I want I feel like he'd fit in well with the team on and off the court and Uh, off the court is just as important like we don't want someone to be you know a cancer in the locker room Mm -hmm. Um, and I just really feel like he'd be a good fit I really didn't put this in just for the joke I, I really do enjoy the fact that he has that sense of humor about it and I think it'd be a good time. I think we could get past, have like one show of just dick puns, get it all out of our system, and then just live a normal life. We
0: had quite a few. I mean, I made a nice compilation of all of them as a short, but YouTube nerfed it because we say dick so many times in it.
1: I know, and that's not fair because it's that's a gentleman's
0: name. Yeah, it's a or it just it's a proper noun.
1: They probably are not going to like the dickometer.
0: <laughs> well, what we'll dickometer,
1: to, dickometer, you know dick-o- whatever. I like
0: div- dickometer, okay. dickometer better. Um, we're gonna have to revisit the dickometer. After the draft lottery, when we do our next mock draft, you have to bring that out again.
1: Yeah, we're going to see. We have to see, like, you know, if it's flaccid or if it's really excited. (laughs) It depends on where where that thing lands. (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. Nice. (laughs) We can't handle this. We're not mature enough for this, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but you know who think this is funny? Grady Dick. <laughs> he would. All right. I like it. Let's go on to tried and true the social media stalwart himself himself, Jeff Weltgod, just touching on the the animosity, the rivalry that's been happening right now between Oklahoma City Thunder fans and the Orlando Magic fans. I think for most of us it's good fun bickering back and forth. But he has a meme here from The Last of Us, Pablo Pascal pedro pascal pedro pascal's character um oklahoma city fans after Paulo wins rookie of the year and they realize 13 4 and 3 is in fact not better than 27 and 4 and is, is it pablo or pedro do you know mr pascal is leaned over here did the voters not listen to the jj reddick podcast or read the athletic I thought his extra nine percent efficiency and putting J Dub is better in every tweet about Paulo would make people forget about October to January. I can't believe I paid for a year of the Athletic just to read that stupid clickbait article. (laughs) And that it's hilarious because it's true. That's really what is spurning all this logical basketball fans. No, Paulo Banquero is going to be the rookie of the year. He's done it all year. Nothing taken away from J-Dubs last couple months. They've been phenomenal. He's going to be a great player, but Paulo has been from start to finish the rookie of the year and everything else is just clickbait. It's just like what we're trying to drum up storylines. We're trying to, it's the end of the year. Let's see what we can get here. And this is one of those kind of awards that It's coming down to it, and so the athletic, you know, J.J., they're all talking about it. And here we are now falling into the trap, too. We're kind of talking about it. Shit. Dude, Pascal, man, he could have been rookie of the year. I mean,
1: he's been... In Game of Thrones, he's he's Dinjarin and Mandalorian. Now he's in this last of us. I mean, is he gonna give some jobs to everybody else or what?
0: He's being greedy. Unbelievable, he's He's in everything. Like if I was in those
1: if I was in two of those three things, I'd hang it up. I'd be like, what a great career I've had. But he's just he continues to give. Anyway, uh I've really only heard about the OKC fans complaining from Magic fans. So I'm pretty done with this because I'm only hearing the Magic fans go, I can't believe OKC. Who are OKC fans? I don't even get any other stuff i definitely don't go looking for it yeah so i don't know if it's just coming to your door or what but it hasn't been on my door it's
0: been on my door i don't
1: see it i just see the posts from everybody else talking about how i can't believe they would think i can't believe there needs to be a point where you realize that their argument is so absurd that you just go (laughs) that's funny and move on with your day. But yeah. instead, we've made it a big part of who we are right now, and it is l- the leading leader in the toxicity amongst the Magic Twitter people. Yeah. So you let them kind of get in there, and they're kind of winning in that way, because they're getting you all riled up about something that isn't going to happen. It's like when a little kid comes up to you and says, I'm going to be president one day, and you go, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> and it's like, you know, technically could become president, yeah. but probably not. Probably not. Because, because no. <laughs> Cause we're in a trailer park in Vermont and I doubt this kid's going to grow up to be
0: president. <laughs> and he didn't by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is not me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone who is taking it seriously is the, the Orlando magic PR team. Mm. Kobe price put this out. The The magic's full court press for Paula Ben rookie of the year campaign is on. They have a whole two pager here of statistics, from Paulo Bancaro and quotes from opposing coaches. I mean, the one that they lead with right here, it's undeniable. Um, players with not with over 19 points, 6 rebounds, and or I'm sorry, 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists per game. That's what Paulo is trying to do this year. The players that have done that in NBA history, Luka Doncic, Blake Griffin, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Walter Davis. So it's only happened five times in NBA history. And you always see Paulo right. on these, like, stats with Jordan, stats with LeBron, stat, you know, stats with Kevin Durant. He's just in elite company. Right. There's no I mean, With denying. the exception of
1: Blake Griffin, that's a list of studs right there. Unnecessary shade. Yeah. I was <laughs> <Just> gonna...
0: <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> that man was legitimate. I mean, he was, uh, what, how many times did he go to the All-Star game? Probably four or five. Yeah, a bunch. Blake Griffin. But, yeah, those teams were disappointing, man. Yeah. Uh, those Clippers teams they should have done. Yeah, more. you
1: don't have to get caught up in that I mean, you don't put together a two-page resume like this and yeah. not just know you're gonna be rookie of the year So yeah. that's my point is it's like and and if, to a certain degree I'm glad that like these guys are stepping up to do yeah. that and you definitely see Bally's and like oh, yeah, David and Jeff, Jeff. Uh, They're they're making that push too, to to kind of be like see whoa, see. whoa, whoa, but you know, let them take care of it. it. It It's a done deal. Everybody knows that. You don't yeah. get on these. We've been putting stuff in social media roundup all season like this that appear on this list. Oh, he's in this elite company. I remember one of the first ones we put up was something where he was in a category with only Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Yeah. At that point, it was pretty much done as yeah. long as he plays the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. So, like... Don't lose panic just because a few people are trying to get something going. And by the way, they've gotten him a lot of pub. They've got a lot more people to watch him and respect and see his game. So it's good for him and it's good for their team because yeah. they had a pretty nice little year.
0: Yeah, definitely. They're they're getting into the playing or the playoffs right now. So yeah, but well done. Well done, Magic PR. They're not they're not leaving anything up to chance. This got sent out to all the voters, so they're just doing their due diligence as they should. Paulo Bancaro, rookie of the this year.
1: This would be that moment where those guys, by doing this, are doing what I said on the last wrap-up, and you're the villain, you mm-hmm. have them down, and yeah. you're not going to tell them your evil plan. You're just going to drop them in the lava mm-hmm. and win. Wait, who's doing the lava? The Magic PR dropping in the lava? Yeah, we're finishing it off. We're not allowing this thing to breathe ah. and see this thing happen. We're just... This
0: two-pager's like, boom, boom, drop the mic, done. Yeah,
1: two-pagers, drop the mic. Honestly, one page probably enough. The <laughs> fact that it's two full pages. Yeah. Let's all just let's all just be quiet. Let this go. Let the OKC people talk their talk, and then we'll see who who has the roy at the end of the year. Because you know who it is going to be
0: for sure. Stop. For sure. Thanks so much for your amazing post, ladies and gentlemen, for interacting with us on Twitter and Instagram at core underscore cousins. If you find anything that makes you laugh, that you think is intriguing, that you'd like to hear our take on, mm. shoot it over to us. Tag us on it, and it might end up on the show. And it may not only end up in social media around it. But it might end up. In the Cousin's Court!
1: Dum-dum-dum! Cousin's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Jason Michael Pichet, yes. Oh. That's the full government. (laughs) Is in session for this one. Today, we are going to hear the case of our Patreon, Dylan Holden. Yes. Versus Dante Marcatelli, a battle that took place on Twitter... (laughs) I will allow now Kyle to defend our Patreon Mr. Dylan Holden. In Thank this please please bring us up to speed.
0: Thank you your honor. Uh so um my client um, Mr. Holden, he simply wrote a post on the Twitter sphere and he wrote if we score our auto, our uh, lotto odds, I'm sorry your honor, and one of Portland Indy or Washington gets a top 3 pick, y'all ain't going to like me very much. These last 7 games don't mean a thing. You know why those other teams got better the next year? Because they get better in the summer. Hashtag magic together. And then uh, Dante, Mr. Marcatelli. Um, that was exhibit A. Yeah. In exhibit B here, sir, okay. um, replies to, to my client, I'm so tired of this idiotic take. So let's lose all seven games, ruin all momentum we've built this year, shut guys down, not let Markel, Wendell, Paulo, Franz, Jalen continue the fantastic years they've had so we can keep a 5% chance of getting one spot higher in the draft. Dumb. Uh, Your Honor, this is completely unfounded and uncalled for, and I would like the book to be thrown at Mr. Marcatelli. I don't know what was happening. He did try to smooth it over with a post later on, do me a favor and cheer on your team and let me keep my blood pressure down. Whatever was happening, sir. Right. Okay. Exhibit C. Yes. That got his blood pressure up. He took it out on my client unfairly, sir. He may disagree with Mr. Holden's take. However, it is not idiotic. I'm sorry to say, your honor, and and uh, the jury of second cousins out there, that yes, I may not agree entirely with my client's take. Mm-hmm but that's okay it is far though sir from idiotic let me tell you and, and mr Marcatelli, he is very close to the team he may consider some of these young men a friend even mm-hmm. a very close acquaintance certainly a colleague and so he has a personal connection and of course he wants to see those guys on the court winning but your honor mr holden he lives in maryland we're here in the in a tr- in a court in connecticut sir we're we're more than arms length distance from the young men that are playing on this team. Mm-hmm. And so we're just looking for the, the big vision, the overall, what's best for the team. And that's what Mr. Holden is really talking about. Mm. What is best for the team? And so, yes, Dante is guilty of being too harsh because Mr. Marcatelli, sir, I'm sorry if you're unaware. I know you are. The Orlando Magic have been the most injured team three years in a row. Mm. Okay. Us magic fans at this point, we're a little numb to seeing guys on the injury report. Injury report looking longer than my stop and shop receipt. Okay. We're we're numb to seeing guys in street clothes. Objection. Oh what sorry? Your oh, honor, man. there was an objection?
1: Yes, I, I'm being told that you were not going to talk about injuries with our team anymore, and you decided to go
0: this way. But I will allow it to continue. going. Okay, ahead. thank you. So, uh, you're sustained. I'll, I will move on from the injury point. Um, however, it was all to say, Pish. I'm sorry, uh, Your Honor, mm. that we can stand another six games of seeing a few people in street clothes. Mm. Okay, mm. we're us Magic fans. We're not going to lose sleep over it. It's already been. It's already happened. Okay. And Mr. Marcatelli, I just want to clarify a couple things. While I may agree with your point in its character that yes, I want us to finish strong and we have talked about it outside of this court here, you and I, uh, Your Honor, that we want them to end strong and try to get into that playoff spot. It's not just five percentage points of the number one pick. Yes, it is that. And by the way, um, Portland has already leapfrogged us. Now they have a 1.5% better odds at the number one pick. But now um, we don't have any opportunity to get the fifth pick where while they do. Um, and we are now slated the highest odds to get the seventh or the eighth pick. So, yes, it might not seem like much, but Indiana is only now a game behind us. Mm. And if we keep winning and they lose and we flip-flop with them, well, guess what? Then we can't. We don't have a chance at the fifth or the sixth pick. And now our odds are down to 7.5 for that first spot. So it's more than just uh, five percentage points, Your Honor. I mean, w- w- us winning and Portland losing has now given them 19% chance to get the sixth spot. And we now have an 8% chance to get the sixth spot. The sixth draft pick. So, yes, maybe for the number one pick, we're only talking about a couple percentage points. But Dylan's looking at this entire top ten draft, the top fourteen picks here, where we could have two. Okay, and the odds are greater in some of these other areas when we're winning or losing games. I, Your Honor, one last point, and then I'll I'll let you uh t- t- rule on this one. Thank you for allowing me to rule in my own court. Need I bring up uh, Exhibit D, Mobamba? Okay, that year we went on and we won some more games, and we leapfrogged over teams like Dallas and Atlanta. And guess what? We missed out on Luka Doncic or Trey Young, mm-hmm. and we had to settle for Mo Bamba mm-hmm. because we won a few games down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Would anyone in this courtroom, any of you in the jury, second cousins, are you crying that we didn't win those games in? 2011, whatever it was, 2018, no, no, you're not. You would have been totally okay if we had lost those games. I rest my case, Your Honor, thank you. All right, thank you very much. You
1: gave me a lot to think about, even though you ignored the part of Exhibit C where Dante (laughs) Marcatelli went on to say, if we want a top three pick, we have all the draft capital in the world and we can trade up and get it. And also the very important last line of this, which is, in the meantime, when free agents notice teams that win and are on the come up. I think those are two very important parts of Exhibit C that you've left out. Although, what is on trial here is is Dante being too harsh to a fellow Magic fan. And I feel like the option of calling him idiotic just shows the passion that Dante has for this team. Like you said, he's very close to them. sees them on a regular basis. And I do think... Hmm? that Dylan, as a person that is not in the Orlando area fits in the same mold as us yes where it's like we're not really there we don't see the players in the community going to build parks and all that stuff so we don't get quite as attached to them as some of these other guys do like dante does and i think that's where the passion comes from here we simply look at it almost like a video game where we're like Mm. we're looking to build the best team because i'm trying to win a championship here yes so i understand that these all must be nice men and you're not looking to break hearts but sometimes people got to go and things need to be said and I will say, Mr. Dylan Holden it never holds back a take if he has it. <laughs> he is a man of the hot take. But I enjoy it. I like it. It's fun. And because he brings that kind of fire to what he says, yes. I don't think Dante is guilty <gasps> of being too harsh. Because I feel like this is the kind of things that Dylan knows he spurs. And I feel like he invites it. But in at the end of the day, by them talking about it, I feel like it ended somewhat cordially. I think it's kind of cool, by the way, that you could exhibit that as a person who might say stuff like this, if you can reach Dante to have him comment back and get into a little a little back and forth. Yeah, that's what you're after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I think that Dylan got exactly what he wanted here. And I don't hate either party. I like the passion. Continue rooting for the Orlando Magic. And don't worry about the end of this season and how this plays out. Like you said, it's one point five percent chance. It's so small. And then, are you going to draft the best player? The Magic may already have their eyeballs on some guys at the 7 and 8 position that they like much better Mm -hmm. than guys that would be like 3 through 6. I believe in the big brain. I believe believe in the front office and what they can do. And if they want to move up, we got the capital. And if they're good with what we got, they must have said, go ahead and keep winning. Either way,
0: I've never been a fan of the tank. Okay. Well, Mr. Marcatelli, you'll be seeing us in small claims court. I'm looking for courtside seats for my client. Thank you. Sorry, Dylan. (laughs) You tried, buddy. (laughs) Cousins Court is
1: back in session with the Honorable Jason Michael Pichet presiding. Up next here, we have the case of whether the Orlando Magic marketing team is failing the Magic fans. I'm very interested to get your thoughts on this, so I'll just let you go ahead and get started.
0: Uh, thank you, Your Honor. My name is um, Mr. Nimbles Buttersworth. I'm the prosecuting attorney in this. I'm representing the Orlando Magic fan community uh, against uh, the Orlando Magic marketing team. And uh, this came up, Your Honor, uh, lately We've already talked about it, uh, the the court cousins, they talked about it earlier in the show, that the Dennis Scott induction was on a night that we were playing the Knicks, uh, a team that has has been in the league very long and has an extensive following, and there were just Knicks fans overrunning the building, which was not the best look for the induction of Dennis Scott. Some fans felt uh, not too happy about that decision because they would have preferred a more home-friendly crowd for Dennis Scott's induction. Uh, The other thing that uh, some fans are challenging here, Your Honor, is the fact that Bobblehead Night was, uh, again, another popular team, the Nets, although, Your Honor, they're a little less popular now, um, that the Bobblehead Night was on that, and there's going to be a lot of opposing fans in there. The point being, Your Honor, is that fans just want to be included. Fans just want to be asked, all right, what would you like to get? get? Let us provide some input. Let us be a part of it a little bit. Um, You know, I've gone to minor league baseball games that have a better giveaway lineup than what the Orlando Magic are doing right now. We're doing one bobblehead a year right now. Orlando Magic marketing team, one bobblehead. And I'm your honor. I'm not even going to bring up the Jalen Suggs bobblehead, but that thing is crass. Okay. That thing is a travesty to bobbleheads. You are correct. So you're giving me one crappy bobblehead a year. That's it. I mean, uh, thousands of dollars for these season tickets, your honor. Mm-hmm. These things aren't cheap.
1: Well, season ticket holders are in a group that allows them to get special They get some things. But so, your Honor. I have
0: thing. spoken to a season ticket holder in doing my research here, a gentleman named Al, I believe you might know him. And he's saying, you know, he he just he wants a little bit more. He wants to to see the the magic go an extra a little bit extra mile to to give something back to the fans. Because, Your Honor, what is it after all that they give? Maybe a free T-shirt, maybe a free hat. That's marketing for them, Your Honor. We, we're just asking to be your bulletin board. We're just asking to be your advertisement. Mm, mm. That's all we want to do. Let us advertise for you. Mm. Let us spread the magic word. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a travesty, Your Honor. Uh, they you know there needs to be more giveaways. There needs to be more fan appreciation stuff. I know they're doing the fan appreciation night, but we've got the team now. We're looking for the Orlando Magic to at least in this trial agree to step up their game next year. I rest your case, My Honor. Mm. Your Honor, My Honor. On my honor, I rest my case. Okay. Are you upset with all those? <laughs> yeah, I think. You got all your... There's a lot of honor going on right. right now. I feel all. very honorable. Fair, fair. Uh,
1: <laughs> listen up here. Uh, the marketing team has uh, swung and a miss on a few things, but I don't agree with worrying about what team we're playing on certain nights all the time, although I would have to remember that they did have India night on the night we were playing the Indiana Pacers which I thought was a very confusing very much much a misstep for sure (laughs) Uh, but listen you shouldn't have to prepare for other teams fans in your building you should have your fans in your building and that is partially on the marketing team to make that happen so I guess they're not worried about what team we're playing on certain nights because they feel like we should just have a full building of our fans. And part of that would be marketing better to them. Now, the social media team, who is not on trial today, Uh -uh. has been doing a killer
0: job this season. Amazing. They're not on trial. Fantastic.
1: And they're not on trial.
0: And And also, Jess Lott, our ticket representative, not on trial. He's not part of the marketing team. He's not part of the I don't think. No, he's not.
1: Okay. He's not. Well, he's not on trial. No, you're (laughs) right. Because he's done much for the actual court cousins. Yes in which we are in their hall and this is the cousin's car. Yes. So, yeah, I would have to say that they could maybe be doing a better job. As you've said, I've worked for some minor league teams that have had some killer nights, bobblehead nights, jersey night, hat night, you know, popular opportunities to bring in fans on an off night. It's a Tuesday night. Are people going to come to the game? They will if you give them a sweet bobblehead, right? Mm -hmm. This bobblehead was even done on a Sunday. Shouldn't be hard to bring people to the arena on a Sunday. And for those reasons, I have to agree with you that they're failing, the Magic fans at this moment. And they need to step up a little bit yes. because we need to grow this pe- these people so that you can have a Dennis Scott night on any night. Any we can night. play anyone, the Bulls, the Lakers, everyone. The building should be full with our fans, and it starts with the marketing team.
0: Yes, we got a victory, Orlando Magic fans. Order, order, order in the court. Cousins Court is back in session. We have our next case before us. This is presented by one Sandy Bencaro. And uh, in this case, we have NBA fans accusing the NBA of fixing free throw attempts in favor of the Los Angeles Lakers. I will go to the prosecution first. What is your case, sir? Uh, Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, I am here. My name is... Oh, fuck! Why uh, is your name not
1: Kyle Lang? I don't know. I, mean, Why just, I try to be other people.
0: I, I, I'm. Uh, <laughs> it's cousin Scott. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I like it. It's fun though. Um, thank you, Your Honor. Um, my name is Tito McDaniel's, and I am representing NBA fans who are outraged, Your Honor. Um, clearly, when you look at the free throw attempts uh, attempted this year, we have the Orlando Magic at plus one thirty nine in comparison to their opponents. We have the Knicks at plus 145, the Heat at plus 183, the Kings at plus 193. All reasonable numbers, Your Honor. What is unreasonable, what is unfair, what is unjust is that the Los Angeles Lakers are plus 411 free throw attempts in comparison to their opponents. Your Honor, this is clearly being fixed it's it's egregious. It calls into the question, the sanctity of the game. And if we're going to go down this path, I mean, I know the Los Angeles Lakers have unbelievable playmakers and all-stars like Austin Reeves, who is just, uh, I mean, he's on another level, right? In terms of getting to the line. So, so it makes sense. They might be at the top. However, this cannot stand. We may as well just change the name to Le NBA. For LeBron's NBA. Just just ma- give it to him. Just You want him in the playoffs? Just put him in. Why are you even making us play the games? The games are supposed to matter, Your Honor. And this is calling that into question. I rest my case. Uh, Your Honor, uh,
1: I'm Mr. Richard Grady, uh, Esquire, uh, here to... Defend the NBA on this one. Uh, I, you, this guy's lucky he had that I didn't object over there because uh, Mr. LeBron James is not on trial here today. Um, and uh, this is kind of bananas that you think that this discrepancy is somehow – our problem. Um, we have discussed this with the referees to make sure that they keep the things fair. And, you know, we, there is a little bit of that unspoken, uh, you know, stars getting star calls. And and who's a bigger star than LeBron James, man? I mean, he's the leading leader in all-time scoring in the NBA. I mean, can we put a little respect on his name? And by the way, also uh, AD is there. And uh, he's a big guy inside. He gets fouled a lot. And then, uh, hey, you mentioned him. He gets a lot of free throws, but uh, he's small and he's white, and people feel bad for him, so he gets put on the line a lot. That, that's just the way it is, man. When you're under the LeBron learning tree, you just get better as a player, and he's making moves that the other teams can't handle, and, and thus he's getting fouled. It, it really isn't anything that we're doing. This is really just you know our referees, and look, we've had this conversation with them because we kind of also questioned, like, hey, uh, you're kind of giving the Sacramento Kings a lot of foul calls. Uh, that's not a very big market. Could you? I mean, I mean, that's not a very. You don't need to. Can we just watch it? You know, we just want to make sure that, that things are fair all the way around. But but look, is it a bad thing to have the Los Angeles Lakers in the playoffs? I mean, it's a great it's a great market. We've got two megastars on this team. I mean, I don't think this is necessarily the reason that they're in. But is it even a bad thing? What are we talking about here?
0: Thank you, defense and, and prosecution. I have a tough decision to make. I think the thing that's really been overlooked is – how, as Sandy Bencaro mentions here, Paulo's been carrying. Okay. Uh, the Orlando Magic were not on this list last year, and now they're at plus 139. So good things are coming. The Orlando Magic are getting to the line like they never have before. And I just want to say it in case you haven't heard it they've got a great young core. Mm. Uh, in, as this case goes, <laughs> as this case goes, I find the NBA guilty. I have one
1: last piece of evidence I'd like to submit as exhibit. What is this? The Uh, NBA, where
0: anything can happen.
1: Let's go. Come on now.
0: On further review, uh, I find the NBA not guilty. Case dismissed.
1: (laughs) Justice is
0: served.
1: Go, basketball.
0: All right, well, we're here back in the fan attic. We're not in the courtroom anymore, although the uh, the gavel was left here somehow. We're going to have to get that back to the judge at some point. Mm. We're now going into the Court Cousins Championship. So just to let you know how this works, every month, Peach and I, we do a round of wagers. We give each other, we do two each, and then the Patreons suggest a topic, and out of that, we develop the fifth. We have the results. The results are in for the last five bets that we were going on recently, I set a line or we set a Cole points per game line at 13.5. I took the over and won that. He's been has 15.1 in the recent stretch of games. We talked about how Jalen Suggs has been shooting much better than, as of late. So I set the line at 37% from three. Peach took the under and he won. Jalen Suggs goes 36.6% because... Yeah, that six
1: repeats over and over and over. Just keeps going. Uh and it's because he went over 7 in the last two games cuz he had ah. this he had this on lock for a while. I yeah. on this being a loss, but
0: Yeah, that he he kind of he was on fire and it's he's coming down to earth a little bit. Hopefully he can pick up that three-point shooting again. Um you set the line of wins at 6.1. I took the under and won that. We got 6 wins. We got six wins. Oh, so we needed seven. We needed seven. Okay, all right. Wow, right on the line there. All right. Um, And then I set a WCJ combined points and rebounds line of 25. Peach took the over and won. Wendell's been averaging 26.1 combined points and rebounds.
1: This was one that I had on lock for a long time, and then it got interesting the last couple games as Wendell started to –
0: Yeah, he doesn't play well against guys like Gafford and some of those bigger big body centers. And then our Patreon suggested, let's go with opponents points per game. Our defense had been fluctuating, so it was kind of a wild card uh, line in terms of what defense were we going to see in this stretch of games. Um, We set the line at 114. Oh, I set the line at 119. Mm -hmm. Um, And Peach wins. The defense has been holding Opponents to 109.2 points per game, so that's a great thing. We're seeing the defense pick back up here as we go t- into the conclusion. So, yeah, Peach,
1: I think I remember when you set the line at 119. I said, yeah. "Well, 113 is still too many points, but is under 119." And that was the mindset I use. I'm pretty sure the next game we let up one 113. Yeah, a like couple, two of the next three games, the opponent had 113. So I was
0: yeah, like, "Yeah, 119." I'm in was good shape. Too, I'm in good shape. Way too high in retrospect, but um, Peach wins <laughs> the bets. Three to two, but that does not determine who gets this beautiful piece of hardware right here, as mm. it's resting with your champ, your boy, the red lettuce, right now. Um, what Peach now will decide mm-hmm. is the activity, the shootout, the the athletic endeavor mm-hmm. that we compete in, right. to decide who gets this puppy. And because you're the winner, you can give yourself some type of advantage. So Peach let the people know what are we doing.
1: Well, you know, I the advantage for me should be going to a place that I'm familiar with. Mm. But instead, we're going to a place that you're familiar with, uh, and going to your school for an actual shootout where we'll play a game of pig. Except for you will have, I will have, th- you will have three letters, uh-huh. and I will have four letters. You're gonna so, do plural uh, pigs. I'm not sure what we're gonna call it yet. Okay, but I'm getting an extra letter. Okay, but you just played there this week, so you, and you've played more recently than I. So yeah. you have a little bit of advantage in that. But as the champion, I want to try to beat you at your best. Okay, so let's go. Let's go. We're on. We just sweated and played a game. Yeah. Got some run with the uh, with the young young lads over here. We have Minnie Markel carrying this guy over there in Gray.
0: <laughs> and now we're gonna do our shootout. Yep. So have you decided what it's gonna be, Peach? Uh, it's it gonna be, be ORL and Orla. I gotta do Orla.
1: No, you got you gotta do Orla. I gotta do right. ORL. Yeah. So you have to get four letters on me, have you get three on you. All right, man. All, right. All right, and you, I feel good because it's his gym, and he knows
0: how to play. Plays. I saw you shooting earlier. It's, it's gonna be trouble safe. for me. All right, Peach, go for it. Yeah. I'm gonna go with one of my favorite Vince Carter moves. would so get into the lane and then just do like kind of a fade away situation. So I'm coming into the lane right here, peach. Boom, boom, fade away. Give it to me. Yes.
1: That feels awkward. Vince Carter can do it. Nope, nope. Alright, oh. That's like right around here. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah.
0: Right, no man's land. Ah, uh, got him. They hate that shot in the NBA. Oh, oh. All right, I'm gonna go off glass here. Yeah. Baseline. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, O-R,
1: O-R. Ah, good shot, Peach. You gotta cut out all the misses, now, right?
0: Ah, O-R, O-R.
1: Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, yeah. Dream shake. Do your team. You got a ha, huh, ha. Huh. Ah, yeah, that's in my boob. <laughs> ah, the corner three. Oh,
0: dang. I don't, know. I didn't even need that extra letter. That's, that's game. And one.
1: Let's go. Let me get that belt.
0: Well, Peach, you got the guns out and uh, you took me down, sir. So I will abdicate the belt to you. Congratulations. What does that mean? What time is it? No,
1: you're supposed to
0: take my hand and thrust it uh, your hand. Okay. <laughs> because I am champion. Is there any doubt
1: that on WrestleMania weekend that the Peach wasn't going to come through? You and some of your students smelt what the Peach was cooking. And it was good. It was actually frozen burritos. Just
0: made them. A great <laughs> I was like, wait, peach cooking. Something doesn't sound right there.
1: Well, the oven was started. Things were entered into it, and I
0: waited. That counts, right? <laughs> it's a low bar, yeah, but we'll let it go. <laughs> All right, so peach now has the belt. We have one more round. Mm. Sadly, I mean, it's... The season's coming to an end. Five more games left. So we'll have five more wagers here. Well, we'll do four right now. And we have a Patreon that we'll let you know about on the next episode. And Mm. we'll see how that went.
1: Okay, yeah, we also have our teams that we drafted at the beginning of the year.
0: That's right. That will play into this
1: to, as a as a play into this. So uh-huh. even though it's only five games left, mm-hmm.
0: there's, there's a lot going on.
1: There's a lot going on. There's a lot of things to be to be figured out. Okay, it's good to have the belt back home, but it could just as easily swap back over there by next by next show.
0: It lived with me last summer, so I think it'll uh, come back here for the from the summertime uh, months. Spend the again. summer
1: with the peach, baby. We'll go in the jeep. we will take the top down. <laughs> Look at all the ladies.
0: We'll cut some '80s
1: style WWE promos where I
0: yell. <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into these new wagers. Your first, piece. All
1: right, uh, so we, uh, we've talked a little bit about it. Uh, personally, I'm not even sure if it's been recorded when we talk about it at this point. There's so much talking and so much recording. I'm not sure what we're talking about, but uh, we're talking about Goga and Moritz. Yeah. And Goga's kind of been taking some of Moritz's minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to just be as simple as a minutes battle between Goga and, and Moritz because okay. it feels like it's not spicy enough. So I've paired up Bowl with Goga, who's also not really playing that much. But I feel like Goga's getting the more minutes. Mm-hmm. And I've prepared Morris Moritz up mm. So you're doing it with, t- with Caleb Houston. A tag team. Yes. If you will. Based on last game, Team Goga Bowl had one more minute than Moritz and Houston. Just as a for instance.
0: Yeah, this you did a nice job creating these t- this tag team match because yep. Goga has been getting the lion's share of minutes in that backup big role as of the last few games. Uh, but Bull has been non-existent. I mean, that was my hot take from earlier in the show, that he's, not, he's out of the rotation. He might be out of the team if he doesn't show some this summer. So I'm going to go with Moritz and Caleb. Caleb's been getting... You know, spotty minutes, but consistently spotty minutes. Yep. And I think the the decision to go with Goga is when we there's we're playing like a, a large big like a seven footer. Sure. Um. And Moritz, I think will still get some minutes if we have kind of a smaller backup big in there. So I'm gonna go with Team Moritz, Caleb. I like that though. All right. That'll be interesting. That'll be. Yeah, interesting. I like
1: that he realized that I, I figured that one first one wrinkle was not enough. Yeah. We had to go deeper.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm staying very service level. I'm sorry. I'm going to be boring, Peach. Uh, Just put out a short on Markel Fultz and why abracadabra, razzmatazz, you got to make sure you're watching Markel Fultz. Mm. Over under next five games, 15 points of a game.
1: I'm going to take the over. I like that he's been scoring more. Yeah. He does sometimes have those games where he doesn't show up on the sheet. Yeah, but he does have games where he'll grab 20 so I'm hoping that there'll be more of those
0: <laughs> in the last six he's got 14 and a half basically so he's right there should be an interesting line
1: all right leads nicely into mine which is uh hey let's run it back we did uh, we did a Cole Anthony one points per game last time yeah and uh you had set the line at there we I set the line at 13 and a half you took yeah. the over and won because he hit 15.1 so I'm just gonna put the line right at 15. Cole,
0: over under fifteen. He's responsible for forty one percent of our bench points. The mm-hmm. man is shooting over forty percent from three, from beyond the arc in the, in March. Who am I to stop this man? Yeah, he's a locomotive. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, we're taking the over.
1: Just uh, a fantastic tweet based on what we were talking about earlier in the show too. Uh, response from Greg Anthony uh, uh, yeah. about this whole thing, saying that he doesn't believe any one Orlando Magic fan is going to stop his son's passion for the team, the city, and the organization of the Orlando Magic. So don't worry.
0: Wow. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Hey, he's he's all the way bought in. It's weird that he mixes it up with the fans
1: on there, but on the other hand. I
0: like that he does it sometimes. It's cool because he's got a national presence too. So it gives a little bit of shine Mm. to the Orlando Magic when you see him on, you know, TNT or whatever broadcast network he's on. I'm not sure. He'll he'll mention the magic and the magic will come up. So it's, it's cool nice, that yeah. we got you know a guy a guy in the seat uh, on uh, NBA TV there along with 3D. Wow, this is boring now. You did a points one. I did mm-hmm. two points ones. Wow. I want to see Paulo twenty burgers three and a, o- over under three and a half in the last <sighs> five. five
1: games. Three and a half, my guy.
0: Yeah, so he's got to get four four out of five at
1: least. But I mean, <sighs> twenty burgers are what he does. I know. I, I he does. I, I'm going to take the under here because I think he's good for three. Yeah. I think his playing time might get be less in the last couple of games Maybe. if we don't really need it. Yeah, So I don't know as though they're going to necessarily push for him to get that, but well, and I
0: hope co- I'm wrong. Not according to Dante Marcatelli. Hope I'm wrong. He's not his playing time is again <laughs> slashed at all. No, I mean, I think they
1: want to stamp home that he wins the rookie of the year. But right. I, think, I think that work's already been done. I think yeah, he could sit the yeah. next five and he'd still be good. But um, I, I still think three of the next five he gets 20 is very good. So I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, sweet. I'm living there.
0: Okay, those are the bets. We're going to take the fifth one from the Patreon, And then we will also include... Our beginning of year. Ooh, I have many meetings. maths to do. Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna so many maths. Going
1: going to include all of R.J. Hampton's Detroit stats, all of Mo Bamba's Lakers stats as a court Wow, um, that's
0: doing the work. I think I think that's only fair. Makes sense. Um, well, who's took R.J. Hampton. He's been getting more minutes in. Uh, right, right. That's a good. But thing. he
1: didn't play for us for a long time. But right. then one of us had Isaac too, so.
0: Dink, dink, dink. Damn it. <laughs> that was looking all right for a second there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get the hell out of there. I don't want to talk about that <laughs> anymore. Uh, I don't want to talk about something much more positive, which is our second cousins, our all stars and second cousins on the Patreon. Again, shout out to Magic Player History. It's not OKK okay, to say Okiki. Oh, Whiffle, Andy, Dylan Holden, Drum, Raphael Perez, Breadhead, Al, Matthew Bell, Dan Young, Gloria and Damien, Connor and Yachty. You guys are the real champs. Oh, that's nice, Peach. Thanks. Thanks seriously for everything you do. Uh, if you're watching this long, thank you so much. Please click like. It helps the the podcast get to more people. The community's continuing to growing. Every day we're getting more subscribers, and that's because you're liking, you're subscribing, you're sharing. So thanks for interacting over on the socials as well. At court underscore cousins. Peach, mm. it's that time. Okay. You got the button, the music button ready? It's right here. Hit the music Peace, WrestleMania is on right now. It's this weekend. It is. By the time people listen to this, it'll be over. So I'm asking you for your predictions and the people will be able to know how well, you know, WrestleMania. What are your biggest leans? I don't need to lean. What is okay. the that word? That's I like, like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? What okay. are you leaning towards? All right. Um, I, I, this is
1: my biggest, this is my biggest, this is my hot take. Oh, okay watch out for randy orton getting in the way of the american nightmare uh, cody Rhodes, this weekend I, by the by the time tuesday is over which means it could happen monday night randy orton will make his presence known. could be a factor of this thing don't know what that means but i'm gonna hold you to it and go sammy Zayn and kevin owens <laughs> good canadian boys gonna win the tag titles <laughs> nice you're up uh all right the final four is going on right now as a matter of fact yeah and later on tonight, UConn is taking on Miami. I'm sure this is who you're taking as your winner.
0: Absolutely, let's go Huskies, baby! It.
1: You're the only only UConn fans are the only people I know who accurately had one team right in the, throw, in the final four. I
0: have them win, so right. I'm sure there was a fan let's of go. each
1: school that probably put their team through. But other than that, yeah, nobody had multiple teams
0: for sure. Um, MLB opening day happened. That kind of caught it me did. by surprise. They're like, "Yeah, game one in the books." I'm like, "Oh shit, didn't yeah. see that one coming." Are you locked in this year, Pish? You you excited for baseball this year?
1: Not locked in. Uh, not super excited for it as usual. Though they they're doing this pitch count thing, which could speed up games. People seem to be into that. Okay. I did wear my national stuff to work on opening day. Yeah. To, you know, I recognize it as a holiday. I pay attention for like a little bit, and then I goes to sleep. There's too much going on right now wrestlemania basketball hockey they're all coming to the playoff times it's a good time to be a sports fan so yeah baseball pick up where they left off in a few months have your fun yeah yeah have your fun boys of summer in the spring yeah we'll catch you in the summer yeah when is your time (laughs) uh uh, what's your favorite mando character this season that's not named mando or or, uh grogu
0: um the season's been a little jacked up we've been talking about this i'm not it's it's a little disjointed. I would say my favorite character is uh, it's not Pre Vizsla. I, I forget um, what his As. name is. Paz Vizsla, the big guy with the gun, yeah, and, yeah. and he's voiced by uh, John Favreau. He was. He's not now. He's not now. No, oh, check yourself. Oh, okay. Well, um, that I think he's my favorite. He and you know Mando kind of butt heads originally, mm-hmm. and now he's like he rolls with Mando and he rolls for him. So All I right. like I like that character. He he's a G. I like grief Karga oh yeah no, he, oh pissed. yeah good stuff good <laughs> stuff um so uh, i'm a cowboys fan i saw on social media tony pollard got a full leg of anime characters tattooed mm-hmm. i know some fans out there of anime big time um what cartoon character would you get actually i kind of know the answer to this one do you what, yeah would you get a tattoo all right what's fiche? your guess well i was gonna say it's probably be snoopy or Okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a decent
1: guess. I don't know yeah. if I would do Snoopy. I don't know if that's macho. Yeah. I don't know if that's cool, but I have always really considered getting either uh, the Decepticon logo okay, from the Transformers. That counts. It's a dope logo. It, it counts. counts. It's kind of a cartoon. I don't know if yeah. I'd actually want a character For sure. of anything on me, probably like a logo or something more than, than I think but that's, that's where I'm going to go on that. Okay. Uh, we were over at your school earlier. I was looking around, saw the facilities. They could use some work you got any job openings <laughs> i know a guy's got some time <laughs> no we could definitely use you but i don't know sir all, all right, right i can I'll do a lot of stuff around. i'll ask around okay <laughs> just try try to find work anybody got work out there <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> put it in the comments put it in the comments who wants to give peach employment right now <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> all right well it, it's been a good one thanks so much uh, 40 uh, we said we try our best right I think we did Yeah, follow through on that.
1: That was your idea, but I mean, I always try to so do was like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah. Well, we hope you like it. <laughs> thank, thank, Oh, I was gonna, almost going to say your line. What? Thanks for spending some You're time with us. going to say thanks for coming? No, well, I was going to, but now I'm changing it up. The nerve. <laughs> thanks so much for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. We'll see you next time, everybody. Peace out. The champ is here.